Hello and welcome to The Movie Brew, a podcast about British film and filmmakers. Today, we're going to back to talking about British film. I'm joined by my co-host, Lester Gartland. Hello. How you doing, my friend? Um, feeling bad that I picked a real stinker. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you did. It's terrible. Uh, that's it. We'll just jump into the trailer. <laughs> Who spurs the beast the cops will ride? Cries the cry that kills. When Satan questioned, who replied? Whence blows this wind that chills? What if there is a power that we know nothing of? He's on the house! Awaken! She's bewitched! Oh, man. Edgar Allan Poe probes new depths of terror. Vincent Price reaches new heights of horror. H is for heretic. I know nothing of witchcraft. We can make you die a minute every day for a year. I will kill as many of you as I need to. I curse Lord Edward Whitman. I curse his flesh, his blood. I conjure you, Lord Satan. Send me an avenger. Satan questions, who replies? Whence blows this wind that chills? What answers when the banshee cries? And kills, and kills, and kills. Oh my god this film that was another one of those classic 70s trailers where it doesn't give you any no. kind of information i'm pretty i'm not even sure why i decided to cut it into this thing because we watched it before <laughs> we started and it's just screams it's just screams <laughs> it's just screams there's, there's little dialogue i might yeah. even cut the trailer a little bit just so the bit of the clip they don't they hear is not just like randomness yeah it's a lot of that yeah a lot of that what's this film about shall i okay first of all let's name the director because we need to shame this man (laughs) i'm shaming i'm shaming this person okay let me just oh god oh i It it was gordon hessler director gordon hessler gordon 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 you're you're a pav all right don't think we didn't notice his uh he also did a bunch of other like hammer house things he did the original equalizer that's interesting interesting um, the one with denzel washington no the the original one oh, yeah see. yeah yeah and uh he did the 1978 wonder woman which kind of makes sense when you've seen this film that does kind of make sense <laughs> um Right, so this film, I mean, do you have a synopsis or do we just kind of like just riff it? Because I think I've got a short, short synopsis. Oh, you got you got a short one. All right, it okay. just. I, I mean, mean, what is even the? <laughs> what's the point? Um, in the fifth in fifteen hundreds England, a cruel witch hunting magistrate who often tortures innocent villagers for his entertainment runs afoul of a witch who conjures a banshee to kill the magistrate and his family. Right, so you think listening to that ignoring the voice that you did sounds pretty cool it sounds like a cool synopsis synopsis yeah. right yeah. so without us per like 
purposefully influencing the film that like we've seen yeah. on the basis of the writing itself of the synopsis you go into this film and you think that could be quite interesting that could be a nice cult movie yeah and judging by the trailer because the trailer doesn't even sell it like yeah the trailer doesn't really it doesn't even sell it like the film on. that it is it's like you're just like walking in there like oh it could be it could be could be fun that could be cool there could be some cool aspects i'll be honest mm. i walked in this film expecting cheesy hammer house horror and that yeah. is what i wanted that is what I was expecting. I was expecting nice bits I could laugh at. We got a couple of those. Yeah, there was a couple of really funny bits. But it was swiftly followed by more boobs than I've seen in like a oh. horror film like ever. It's so much boobs. Like too many. Yeah. Too many. It was. It didn't feel like, I'm sorry, I just hit the microphone out of my <laughs> sheer so rage. Angry. I'm just like <laughs> raging at the... Ah! But it was like, they. it felt like... If it didn't even feel like a plot. It didn't even feel like a film. It just felt mm. like scenes of people being abused. And I didn't like it. Yeah, like the first 20 minutes is just women getting molested. It was molested. like the same scene happening over and over again. To different actresses. To different people. Yeah. When I, I, what I was expecting was like Matthew Hopkins, Witchfinder General. Yes. That's, I was like, this is going to be cool. And we should have done that film. We really should have. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. I'm saying it like I'm angry at you. I'm not angry. <laughs> I wouldn't blame you. I picked it. Um, this but, is yeah. another film as part of our spooktacular. Is Spooky. that what we're calling this? Spook. Yeah. Why not? Like Spook, Spooktober uh, Boob Fest. <laughs> No, because they're not all going to have boobs in them. This one had enough for all of them. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so basically in October, we just wanted to do a few horror films, like, just because we're feeling seasony. Yeah. And I love them. So hoping to find some good old gems, some good old British gems. But this ain't one of them. No. Sorry to say. Ain't good. Gordon. It's bad. Gordon Ramsay. Don't like you. It's- yeah, it's got Vincent Price in it. Well. Yeah, man. So he was acting the shit out of this film Still as well. Still didn't save it. Still didn't save it. No. No. There's only so much he can do. Oh, right. Okay. So I guess we're just, we've said our takes. Unless there's anything else you want to say, should we just jump straight um, into the reviews? Yeah, we can do the reviews. I've got a few little uh, little tidbits, if you would like. Throw them at me. Uh, so... Obviously, we we noticed straight away the title sequence was designed and animated by Terry Gilliam. Oh shit! Yeah, we picked Python up on thing. that, didn't we? I forgot all about that after the first three scenes. I'll be yeah, honest about yeah, you. Yeah, because it, it doesn't over the whole thing. It doesn't reflect any of the movie. Doesn't that feel like a different film as well? The title sequence. Yeah, this? like it just sets you up and then just shoots you like, straight down. It's really weird. Oh, um, it it was the last gothic horror role for Vincent Price. Mm-hmm. I think that this one might put him off. Yeah, fair play, fair play. <laughs> and um, so with the with the um, the inherent like creepiness of making every act- actress show her chest off at any point, yeah, at any point possible. With that in mind, this film was selected by Quentin Tarantino for the first Quentin Tarantino Film Fest in Austin, Texas. Oh God, Quentin! I look. <laughs> Like I do think he has his he has his like good points and things that he can do, but just don't don't show this film to more people. Like I get that you like showing obscure films and stuff. It's not a good one though. But this is this ain't this ain't a good one. No, show them Zardos. What are you doing? Or show them a black exploitation movie or like like a cool like yeah those those sorts of films. But something a bit more wacky. Just yeah, a bit more wacky and fun. And this is just this just feels malicious. In the filmmaking aspect of it, it's, it's something very, very. There's something very Harvey Weinstein about watching. Yes, this. <laughs> that's exactly like, what, what I was the thinking. Fuck is going that's on exactly here. what I was thinking. Yeah, particularly in like things like, okay, jump into the techie bits here. Yeah, I, there's not much. I was gonna say, um, but <laughs> <laughs> jump into like the 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 bits that I notice, shall we say, mm-hmm. uh, the absent lack of health and safety during the special effects scenes. Yeah, there's like women getting like actually whipped. Yeah, like there isn't that. That's I'm, I'm think I'm, I think we're fairly good at like spotting when special special effects are there and like for the for the seventies and the technology they had. That's not that's not like special effects. That's just someone just whipping someone else right yeah. at the start of the film. Yeah, for 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 no no reason. And it's just like, and it's it's just really, really, yeah, strange. It's very uncomfortable. To yeah, watch. like the first twenty minutes are just the most uncomfortable I've been watching a film. Oh, it was it was quite 
Especially because it's so tonally different than the title sequence. Yeah. The title sequence feels title like sequence a... title sequence sets you up for something really cool. It sets you up for like a heavy metal music video type thing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's so Terry Gilliam, so cool. Yeah, there's loads of like demon iconography yeah. and stuff in it. Nowhere throughout the film. There's nowhere here. Oh, it's just, yeah, don't like it. Last bit of trivia. Yeah. It's the best one. Also the shortest one. Arguably no Banshee appears in the film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, arguably no Banshee appears for the film. There was a point where we were watching and you were like, oh, she's the ban- Banshee. That would have been a cool twist. Yeah, but yeah, you were it like, didn't happen. no, 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 no. So what, yeah, what was that? There's, so the, the guy Roderick, he's like got like an affinity with animals and he can like kind of communicate with them. Strangely, not the lead character. There isn't really a lead no, character. There's no lead character. It's really... No protagonist, just a series of people hanging about. Yeah, there's no one to follow. This feels like a story, like, okay, here's, okay, you said this is based on an Edgar Allan Poe book, right? Yeah, that's why I had high hopes for it as well. So this is based on an Edgar Allan Poe book. Now, this strikes me as a typical thing from when you're adapting a book to a movie and one of the pitfalls that you can fall into when you're atta- when you're adapting something is that sometimes the story is too broad and mm. there are too many well maybe broad's not the right word but there are too many characters and too many specific plot lines you get this a lot in like fantasy series yeah where there's too many intricate characters for you to involve during a 2 hour plot two-hour scene so it's something that may translate better to like a tv show or something Mm. like that and i would possibly with a different director like to see a story like this told over a longer period of time yeah where you can kind of sit down with each of these characters and figure out what they're all about and just kind of turn it into a bit more of a kind of political intrigue type like who's who's like kind of working against who type thing yeah. That would have been a cool thing to do. That's what I find mostly interesting about uh, things set in this time period is like the the political uh, like pairing up between church and state to like you know control people. I'm into all that. It's what we loved about the devils and yeah. like the devils isn't like a like you know a, a PC film. Like there's no, there's, God, no. there's there's a there's a bunch of like controversial stuff that like happens in that film and stuff that's you know can be difficult to watch. But but it has a point. But it. it has a point to it. It's trying this to tell was gratuitous. you something. Oh god, yeah. This was this was over the top, and it was gratuitous, and it made me angry. And <laughs> yeah. it was to the point where I couldn't laugh at the film anymore until I saw some like dogs, and it was like a man yelling, and then we could <laughs> and then we could laugh at that bit. But there was points where I was just like, I just I just sat there and I was quiet because I was like, why? Why yeah. are you doing this? Yeah. There's some scenes that go on, and then it cuts to like it's like okay, back to the actual plot now. Yeah, it's like we'll just do a really long scene of nothing, and then oh. we'll get back to the plot. Well, we got we got time. We're gonna get into this, but let's just let's just hear what these reviews. Let's do say. some reviews, okay? So as always, from IMDb, out of ten stars, no half stars. You have to guess how. I don't much see how anyone it. can give this more than one star. They're all wrong. <laughs> they're all wrong. Unless they're able to give it zero stars, in which I will allow them to have zero stars. Okay. You are getting no two stars from me today, sir. <laughs> All right, this one might change your mind. <laughs> okay, bear in mind that um, what we said about how the women are treated in this oh, film. Oh, fuck. Is this the one that you were reading out to Emily before yeah. we... Oh, God. Okay, so just contextually, the women are just, like, not having a good time. Look, it's just abuse after abuse. It really is. From, All of their shirts get from ripped like, open. From, like, not, we're not just talking from a character perspective, from a director to actress perspective, from, like, a wardrobe perspective, for the amount yeah. of shirts they had to replace for <laughs> each scene after they do each take. From, yeah. like, everyone is getting abused on set for for, for these people, right? That's bad. That being said, read your review. Okay, this is from Dan1863 Sickles. Mm. Here, the title is Haunting Film, Radiant Female Cast. Oh, God. <laughs> go, no. Okay, you ready? Stop. Yeah, go ahead. Granted that the storyline is fuzzy, the ending nasty, and Vincent Price as cheesy and over the top as ever, but the fact remains that the female leads in this confused mess are radiant. Hilary Dwyer in particular is the perfect English rose, demure yet oozing understated sex appeal. <laughs> Who Gross. the fuck wrote this? 
gross. It's really Listeners, gross. You can't see my face right now, but it is <laughs> it is it is just wrenched up like a twisted wet towel right now. He, he I'm looks so like, angry. He looks like he just stepped on a snail. Oh, That's the face. So, oh, it's oh that face. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Gross. Which one was Hilary Dwyer? Who did she play? Uh the one who is seeing Roderick. The right. fiance to Roderick. Right. Okay. Yeah. No, she didn't even have the best scene, I think, of one was, of the female cast. She was pretty flat, yeah. Um, the one I thought he was talking about was the woman that was being questioned. The woman that was being questioned in one of the scenes. Where oh, they're yeah. off trying to find out where the cult is. I thought you were going to say the uh, stepmom when she goes crazy at the party. With uh, the she's head. also she's also really good. She's pretty good. But I was I was linking it to the people that we've seen their boobs. Because sure, they right. are many. There are many in... Well, we saw her boobs. Did we? Uh, yeah, we did. We saw everyone's oh, boobs. Oh God! We saw everyone's boobs. They uh, ran out of boobs. They started showing the men's man, boobs. It's like, it's, why? I don't know. I uh, just don't know. Um. So yeah, basically, this guy's gross. <laughs> That's all we can say about that. That's, there's nothing to say, and I don't get there's why he's nothing saying- to say because he doesn't. He doesn't talk about the film's plot on a whole. No. Like he writes off the entire film, like filmmaking and Straight storytelling away. in one sentence yeah. at the start and then just goes on to just perv no yeah fuck off uh, and like he said the ending is nasty and like the ending's it's not the ending was one of the best bits the ending us. is the best bit yeah, yeah. for sure because it felt like a, it felt like one of the short stories and like are you afraid of the dark or yeah, like the Nickelodeon yeah, yeah, yeah. like what's gonna happen Whoa. now <laughs> it was like yeah, it was great. The ending was good. Oh, How man. many stars did he give this film? I don't know. Based man. on his love of abuse to oh, women. God, like I oh, even just talking about it just makes me feel uncomfortable, man. <laughs> yeah. Like I just bad. don't like it. I don't know. What did he give it? Like five? Give it seven out of ten. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is not a seven out of ten film. Jesus, he gave it he gave it seven stars. Yeah. Dan Sickles, what planet are you on, mate? Oh, come God. on. Come on. Are you uh, sure they're stars? They're stars. Mm. Oh, they might be tiny little yellow buttholes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's Dan Sickles. Oh, God. <laughs> or they uh, might be like uh, gold stars that strippers use to hide their nipples. Yeah. That's... Might be those ones. Yeah. Seven of them, though. That's weird. Or maybe you're not on IMDb. You're on some sort of like weird, like... <laughs> I'm of... on Pornhub. <laughs> yeah. Some oblivious, like, cultish, like, porn site. And they're not seven stars. They're just seven penises or like oh, seven God. pairs of... Ugh. So many boobs, not one wang in this whole film. Not one wang, yeah. and the one bit of gore. <laughs> right, yeah. that's that's my point. Not yeah. one penis was shown in this whole film, no. and then the Millions one of bit tits. of gore that they sh- that they should have showed to a character that definitely deserved it, they cut away from. Yeah, that was really right annoying. at the start. The film had a, a chance to do a Game of Thrones style thing of like we're going to mm. show all this profanity like up to the top, and then. But it's for a point and everyone is equal. We're all on level playing field here because watch, it's all for it's all for it's kind all to of build up to like some some know, sort of like horrible yeah, end to this. Yeah, man. some sort of like, you know, cl- uh, mm, without use of a better word, climax or kind of like what's the yeah. other what's the what's the other word that I'm looking for that's kind of a crescendo? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um yeah. for for that sort of thing. And no, they just cut away from his from his kind of big big death. It's weird because uh, you're talking about um, Vincent Price's son in this one, aren't you? Oh, and like he him. was like one of the worst fuckers. He was like, what's that like kid king from Game of Thrones? He was like Joffrey. That. He was like Joffrey. Yeah, and he was doing all this about, horrible yeah. shit. And then yeah, like and he's the first one that gets killed. This I thought he thing. would be the last. He he let's save him for later on. You know? He commits so much obscenity in the space of like two to three minutes. Yeah, the first awful. two to three minutes of the film. Yeah. That we're just like we're just like waiting for him to die. Yeah. Then when he dies, the camera's like, no, we can't show that. Yeah, no, give that's him, too that's too gory. Give can't him his dignity that. for Christ's sake. Yeah, leave leave <laughs> that man his dignity. It just felt it felt evil and malicious. Yeah, it did. It felt really weird. Like just think about it from like a from like a technical standpoint, right? Mm-hmm. You're you're you hire these people to be in this film. You get the actors. You prep the lights. You set, you set up all the things. You get the location sorted for the day. You set up the scene, yeah. right? And then you're gonna kind of 
parade this uh, like actor or an, uh, actor and actress around on on the specific day let them like go through this whole thing where you go you go through person after person let them all get like we're getting like groped, groped and, yeah. and then you're telling them to do that yeah and then you're all instructing them that it's kind of for the good of the story that they're just kind of like they're putting themselves through this mm. then when you have an opportunity for the antagonist or the abuser to actually get a death scene you cut away from it yeah to like to to just kind of like to do what though to like, do what and why? to cut back with like some ketchup on his face yeah like what why yeah that it's was just, just it's so weird look i'm you can tell i'm getting angry because my voice is going up a few octaves <laughs> i'm turning into like, charlie day <laughs> like i'm so oh. no 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 yeah you ready for the next one? Oh, i don't think i am you got I'm two gonna, more to get through I'm shaking with anger shaking with rage sir this one's from Doug seventeen seventeen. They're right. all like really old. These guys. Yeah, it's they like, all they were all born in like the eighteen and seventeen hundreds. Yeah. Um, interesting film in need of a writer. <laughs> 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 Certainly not a horrible film, but it isn't a good one. It falls short by not having a defined plot or well written story. The film has atmosphere, some nice outdoor settings, pretty good costumes, and a fair bit of pre silicone nudity and some action. <laughs> pre-silicone nudity he had to say it like that didn't he, he? started off so strong he started off yeah i was like i can get on board he was when being critical saying, and, and objective yeah and then he started objectifying he like sweet sweet <laughs> 70s pervy films jim there wasn't any bush in it oh god <laughs> oh it's like he was so close to being an actual critic yeah and then so just close. went oh and there's some tits which is awesome <sighs> yeah right is, it, is there any more? Is that is that? I mean, there's more, but it's not necessary. Right, um, get the point. I, I, I well, actually, I, no. I'll, I'll give you the the last the last little all sentence. Right, all right, straight this after just, that. It's all just making me feel uncomfortable. Some pre silico nudity and some action, but the action slash violence is more psychotic slash misogynist in the absence of a clear plot and better dialogue. Yeah. So I give him his credit. He kind of clawed it back a little. A little bit. A little bit. He didn't need that phrase. I don't know why he said. Yeah, about the he could have just said nudity. It's yeah, it's so specific. Yeah, it's like it's like we all know his kink now. (laughs) (laughs) It's so weird. weird. It's really creepy. (laughs) I don't like these user reviews anymore. The last one is not like that. Oh, it's fine. Please make it. I just had to get these couple of knobs (laughs) out there. (laughs) Fucking hell. Ugh, I don't even want to. I don't even want to give it a number. Like I. whatever one star like i i'm giving that review a one star yeah so he went on he said it's really bad there's not a well-written story blah blah atmosphere is kind of good costumes are good don't care what he gave the movie i'm giving him a one star. (laughs) the action or violence is you know misogynist and not you know not nice and he gave it six stars (laughs) Tarek shaking his head For those of you not watching us on TV right now. <laughs> For those of you not watching the stream, <laughs> the stream of me breaking down <laughs> on the audio waves. How the fuck do you write that and then put six stars? Oh, God. I don't understand. I don't understand it. Six. For the... Why did we watch this film? I don't know. Oh. Okay, last one. Ready? All right, make it a good one. Let's go. Uh, from Baron Blood says, not one of Price's best. This film has one of the most <laughs> depraved, heartless, cold centers of any film I've seen in a long time. <laughs> None of the characters are likable. I mean, you will not care what happens to anyone. Yep. They are one-dimensional characterizations that embody this repulsiveness aforementioned. Even Vincent Price, typically a wonderful villain who can make you like him despite his evil ways, is nothing more than aty- atypical. Yes. Fully agree. Yeah. Fully agree. Get him behind this guy, Baron. Whatever. See, I'm not gonna upset you the whole time. Oh man, you were so you were so trying to. <laughs> you, put, you just push me down just to bring just push me you back to the out. edge, and then just bring yeah, me back yeah, a little yeah. bit. Bring me back um, a little bit. I really appreciate that review. Yeah. I agree with everything that guy said. It can be more true. Can I it, couldn't really? be more true. Uh, I think he gave it one star, and if he didn't, he shouldn't give it nothing. He gave it two stars. No, he didn't. Yeah, I don't know why. He gave it two stars. He gave it two stars. He gave it two stars. Yeah, after the saying review, all that. the the star rating that I give to every review you've given <laughs> out on this podcast, and the one time, the one time we agree with these reviews, he's kind of given it. Are you messing with me? Did he actually give it two stars? Fucking hell, no. 
That's it. End of podcast. I'm walking out. I'm walking out of here. Oh man. Right. Okay. I get. I guess we should probably. That guy pretty much summed it up. He did our jobs for us. Pretty great. Yeah. But um, like, should we get to like? It's just obscene. It really. I mean, it really is. It's just. It's the 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 whole first half hour of this is like that fucking sex scene in um, what's it called? Don't look now. Yeah. Yeah. Like that when it's like Donald Sutherland clearly just wanted to have sex with this woman. <laughs> we and then don't like, yeah. Made it happen on tape. It was yeah, just but like this is the thing is that you can tell as the filmmaker that's just kind yeah. of making all this happen because it's, it's just, happening to so many people, and it's just like, why? He's ogling with a camera. Yeah, it's really and weird. Even to the point where there's a specific shot, I think, where there's an interrogation of some sort, and you can see it from a technical standpoint where the camera is on um, kind of like a medium close-up of someone's kind of head and shoulders mm. and, ch- and chest area. Then when the, when like, it's, re- it's quite subtle, but when the, um, when the, uh, the kind of, what's it called? Double corset, what'd you call it? The, the bodice. The lace, the bodice yeah. comes out and, uh, yeah, and the chest is revealed. Yeah, Then the camera, the camera kind of, dips down just a just a smidgen just to make sure you get you get you get a look yeah you get like a half nipple yeah at least yeah just to make sure that just just to make just a dip dip down it's like why did you do that there's no need there was no need to move that camera there was no need to show that angle it didn't add anything to the story it there is no story there is no story it really isn't there is no characterization no one has an arc in this film aside from roderick like one of the guys who we can say an arc because he literally changes into something else his emotional standpoint as a character or anything doesn't change he's just these just turns into a different being and yeah. that is it that is true actually. everyone everyone like everyone is one-dimensional with the exception of some of the like older actors that are working in this film who were doing their god damned best to make something out really of this were. una the kind of head of the cult leaders elizabeth bergner she's doing her best she was my favorite she was doing her best with this what she was given she to was kind so of make something make something out of it and it was like full thespian like full theater yeah actors like we were like okay getting behind what you're doing here yeah when she turned up and the and the like boobs died down a bit i was like okay i'm in now i was like oh this it sounds good. like the film's starting now and we're yeah. not just like watching <laughs> like some sort of weird cultish porn <laughs> like, yeah, no seriously like 10 minutes in I was sitting there. We were, there's three of us were watching it. It had as much plot as like a bad porn movie. I was, I was seriously watching it. I was like, have I just picked a 70s porn film? <laughs> I was serious, they, that thought crossed my mind seriously. And I was like, have I just picked a fucking porn movie? <laughs> like, seriously. Was- oh, man. It was terrible. And, um... The like the 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 grave the grave digger guy the guy who works like oh, he's the good. one the one commoner who's got like the that no one get, cares about or gives a shit about basically and he's just like always digging graves for these people and kind of like working for the town. Yeah. Um, he's got these like big emotive crazy eyes. Yeah, they're really good. <laughs> and like he's always in the funniest scenes, like some of the funniest scenes. So he's always like he's very Monty Python. Yeah, very much so. He's very like yeah slapstick kind just, of. Making the best. Yeah. Making the best of what he is given. Because what he was given was not good. No. Um, okay. I'm calming down a little bit now. Do you, I think it'd be fun if you try to just give us a quick uh, roundup of the plot because there's so little of it. I just don't know if you could do it. Well, I was just, <laughs> I was just about to say that this film doesn't really have a plot. And no, it doesn't feel it doesn't. like it has a plot. This film feels like a fantasy of one man's fantasy, given a lot of money and to gone out and get a crew and just like forced a bunch of people to just kind of live out his fantasy for him and yeah. film it. Yeah. That's that's what it feels like watching it. It doesn't doesn't feel like a plot or anything. It doesn't even feel like some of the good like cheesy Hammer House films that we've covered in the past like you yeah. know like the Quasi like, Mass in the Pit that was like that was a lot of fun that was really fun you know and it's got it actually got some I mean do you remember how the way that fucking the Quatermass ending of Quatermass was so good like Quatermass acted the shit out of that movie oh my god so good yeah but like, this is good. This has got none of that. The end of the world with like devil aliens. Yeah, totally. So cool. And even even Edward Price when he's just trying and trying to be an evil guy, he's just a caricature, just like that review guy said. I mean, Vincent Price. 
Vincent Price, that's what I meant. <laughs> I was like, Edward Price. I was like, who's Edward no, Price? No, I'm thinking, I said Edward Price. I'm thinking of Jonathan Price. <laughs> and yeah, his name like was removed. Vincent Price. <laughs> Completely wrong. Um, right. So let's sum up this hell of a movie. Uh, so starts off, we uh, cut from a really cool title sequence that Terry Gilliam made for this film. Thank you, Terry. To, thanks, Terry. That was, that was one of my favorite bits. That's the highlight. <laughs> to uh what's like what's the first thing that we see well, so it's basically like there's a there's this lord that is played by vincent price is like just a real dick and he's like accusing every woman he can see of being a witch in order to like basically just to but abuse we them don't for his see own him fun first. it's not the first scene that we see we see like a we just i, I straight you up see a woman getting put in stocks right that's the first one I th- uh, no no the the like the we, the first one we see this mm. is what pissed me off okay. the first thing we see is someone being on trial and they get branded a woman oh, gets yeah. her chest ripped open and then branded with a h for a heretic h is for heretic because yeah. they're being um because they're being yeah they're being questioned for being a witch and stuff in this town like you said Vincent Price is uh the kind of lord of this town yeah. hunting down kind of he's just really sadistic basically yeah. and that we kind of like we learn there's like an old religion that was there uh basically like you said paganism yeah and we're uh and christianity kind of like kind of rules the town and they're just kind of hunting out these heretics and making sure that they're not there yeah and around and cursing the town so they're trying to root that out um they find someone like yeah from from that person was she the one that gets put on the stocks yeah i think so yeah so they walk her out from the they walk her out from there then after she's been branded as if that's not enough they go ahead and they walk around and she gets her she gets her uh kind of i don't even know what you call it what did you call it a a doublet uh like a Doublet's like the guy version, a bodice. Like <laughs> keep eating bodice, <laughs> <laughs> keep eating bodice. Uh, yeah, ripped up, up from like this a sh- shirt, like ripped up from the back. Cool. And then she's like pushing a wagon, or she's like chained to a wagon. And yeah. then there's just this big looming man behind her with a thick belt oh, type yeah, thing. Did happen first, and it? it's and he's just whipping her. Yeah. As she's as as she's as she's walking to the but, place, like whipping her in real life, like we but said like, before. Like we said before. The special effects and the budget was quite obviously non-existent um, for this film at this point. So yeah. it's not like they could kind of like put that in. And you can kind of tell that it's kind of sound from location and not sound that's been put in afterwards. Yeah, because it's not like dramatic enough. It's not dramatic enough, but it's quite it's quite loud for the environment where it is yeah so it just sounds like he's smacking her yeah like it doesn't sound like the, it's been adr'd or anything like on top of it or foleyed afterwards no. it just sounds like it's just sounds like it's just he's hitting her yeah quite loud and like the way the movements are and stuff like it just looks like that woman's being beaten up and we're just watching it and it's 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 at that point this was the first it's like scene, two minutes in second yeah. shot basically first scene yeah uh of the film and we're already quite uncomfortable yeah. watching this. Straight like, away. Like, what's going on? She then gets to, uh, put into this, uh, like you said, to the stock, uh, stockade, the stocks. Uh, and people start throwing stuff at her. And everyone's laughing at this person. And, um, yeah, we, like, cut to... Uh, at that point, do we cut to the king? Yeah, he's like in his court and then he's like basically he's just a real piece of shit and like his whole family's a piece of shit and they're all like really rapacious. Yeah. And he's got like some sons that are just the same. Except like one of his sons is cool. I think one of his sons is alright. The one son yeah. is the good. He's the one that kisses his sister. Yeah. He's the but good. not not in like a sexy way. Just like in a weird it's like it's on the in lips, a weird, but it's a peck. on the lips way. Yeah. But like, so it's still like weird. We're yeah, just still we're just weird. putting into perspective how shitty all of these people are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The one good son kisses his sister on the mouth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he's the good one. Yeah, um, yeah. And then there's like, uh, they go on like they they keep like you know interrogating these uh, quote unquote witches who are definitely just like regular women. Um, but then there is a witch cover or a pa- no, it's a paganist cover, isn't it? Because it's men and women in there. Um, and they uh, the, the family ends up like killing a, a 
they they find the pagan coven doing like a ceremony, don't they? And then they like end up killing some children that are there. Yeah. And then that spurs the leader uh, called Una to like. These children the aren't family. children, by the way. They're just grown up people that she refers to as yeah, her yeah, children. Yeah, they're like followers of yeah. hers. Um, and then she curses them, and then basically she turns Roderick, who's like a stable boy, uh, into this like werewolf that she can control. So we should kind of cut back before this, before this, as uh, during this kind of stockade or stock uh, bit where we're seeing this woman kind of get chained up and stuff. There is a scene where a small girl gets attacked by some sort of like weird kind of houndy beast. Yeah, this like kind a, of like she's like a rabid dog. Yeah, and uh, he kind of into he. Uh, kind of interferes and we realize that he's got some sort of kind of power where he can kind of communicate and mm. calm animals down yeah and he's he's got some sort of power over them uh that just doesn't get explored enough in doesn't get explored doesn't get explained he just calms a few dogs down every now and at then. this point we have That's no it. idea who this person is as well so it's just <laughs> yeah. like he just showed up and we're just like what is he the main character but it's like we don't know um anyway character so um yeah we've shown that all of this kind of rich family are all pieces of shit yeah um they are on the hunt for this kind of coven of like weird witches and stuff that they think is around but they're not like questioning anyone they're just picking random women and just saying you're a witch and then they're taking advantage of that person and just trying to do whatever they want with that person yeah. to the point where they just accuse random people in a bar of being witches. It's basically like the first 15 to 20 minutes is, is basically the orgy scene in the devils, but without a point. Yeah. But not like an orgy, like specific. It's like all of the, all of the kind of uncomfortableness of watching someone go into a scene, like to try and get power over someone and to, like yeah. abuse them and stuff with the same build-up, but it's the same scene in different places just, with different people. It keeps happening, and it's just this. It's like we watched the same thing three times. Yeah, at least it, three times. And it was just, it was just painful to watch. It was like, yeah. why are we, why are we doing this? Can, the film hasn't even started yet, and we're tw- we're ten minutes in. Yeah. This is just, this is just gratuitous. Like, why? Yeah. Um. And then, yeah, finally the film starts, and we get to the <laughs> we get to the coven of uh, of witches, Uda. Yeah. Uda, and Uda. they're just kind of like doing this like weird kind of paganistic ritual. They get um, uh, inter- like interrupted by the king's men. They fa- they find them. They finally get their knowledge um, of where they're hiding out. Yeah, you pointed out that it was weird that a pagan ritual was happening in the ruins of a church. Well, if, yeah, because it's set in medieval times and they're literally in like, it's like on set at a medieval ruin. It's like, yeah. that wouldn't be ruined. No, it would just be, It'd just be a, a church. church. Yeah. And then why is a pagan ritual happening in a church? Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. So weird. Um, yeah, so that was weird. And then, uh, yeah, a couple of people end up dying. She swears that she's going to put a curse on them and stuff. Yeah. And essentially we, uh, like chaos ensues basically. Yeah, pretty much. Then the um, the werewolf thing goes after them. Yeah. So it turns out Roderick's a bit of a werewolf dude. Yeah. And he just can turn in at their whim whenever they do like a little ritual thing. She's doing like a voodoo doll thing to like say who he should kill next out of the family. It's so funny when she's doing the voodoo voodoo doll ritual and then just chucks it completely away (laughs) from the fire. And she's like, into the fire. And it's like, it goes like straight to the left. It just, it's way off. It's It's so wide. It's so wide. It's great. (laughs) But she's acting the shit out of it. That's what I mean. She's definitely my favorite in the whole yeah. thing. She's great. She's my favorite. She's great. Everyone else is terrible. Okay, so that's it basically outlined. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, also, Roderick is like a kind of seeing one of the people from the rich family, but yeah, we don't but, really know much about that. Well, it's they're like, like, they're engaged, but they're not allowed to be seeing each other. Yeah, exactly. That kind of thing. So it's just like kind of they a, love each other, but blah, blah, blah. He's a poor boy. Meanwhile, the king's son is like abused his stepmom. Yeah, um, he's abused someone at the pub. Two people at the pub, yeah. and then just, just, just for the sake of it, then he dies. When he's not abusing people, he's laughing for no reason. Yeah, so at he goes. That's funny. So he goes. <laughs> he goes to the. He goes to the park, I think, and he hears. He hears something. Yeah. Then like a growl or something, and he's like, "Ah, help me!" or whatever. And then he. We cut away from his death. After we've seen him abuse so many people, we cut away from visual karma. We cut away from visual karma, and Why? I've got—I'm not forgiving it. I'm yeah, not no, forgiving it. That's really annoying. 
the um, whole point of like showing someone being that horrible in a horror film is like you're watching it going like, oh, I can't wait till he dies. He's going to go in a good way. Actually, you think know? about it. Have we cut away from every death in this scene? Um, more or less. Right? Yeah. Every every werewolf death. Yeah. Every person the werewolf has killed has been killed off screen, right? I, w- I would say at least, um, at least every male death gets cut away from. Yeah. Some of the female deaths, you see a bit of like slashing and stuff. Yeah. I think they do get cut away a little bit, but certainly the male ones, it's just a straight cut. Almost as just, if it's, it's kind of like a budget thing. But then well, if it's yeah. a budget thing, have less people. Have less people. In less Invest pit. more in the gore that you're trying to do. Yeah. No, no, no. No, don't agree. Because there's so many characters. Like you could do this this film with like seven characters. You could but do there's this, way more. You than could that. do this film with five. Oh yeah. You could do this film with five people, five key people. Yeah. And just like and a couple of one villages. W- random one dayers. Yeah. yeah. Just some extras. Yeah. Yeah, you could easily do that, and then have more. And you don't ever really get to see the werewolf costume. No, that's really annoying. It's always covered by shadow. Like, and that could be for budget reasons again, but I'm not going to forgive it for that. No, I don't think is it. They just I, spent their budget unwisely. That's because, why. Yeah, that's what it feels like. <laughs> yeah, because why? Why? If you were going to say, "Oh, it's for budget reasons," have less people. Yeah, have less people, people and have much less boobs. Yeah. Like, don't hire less actresses. Just don't show their chests. Well, you, I mean, I, would they get paid more for showing their boobs? I don't know. I don't think so. Probably not. I don't think. I think if you're writing that into your contract, you're taking advantage of the people that you're hiring, and that's terrible. <laughs> what if that went, seems like really bad. Like, went, we'll give you like a, another grand if you show your tits. All right. <laughs> we need to see some 1970s kind of hiring contracts for oh, actresses. I don't think we do. <laughs> I think they're probably well locked away. Do you think? Do you think they are terrible? <laughs> yeah, I think they're they're kept from us for a reason, oh, for sure. Oh god. <laughs> Oh god, it's just makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Like I just, I, I didn't like it. Let's just get onto the funny bits, right? Let's bring it back I'm, up. I'm, I'm, I'm trying, I know. but I'm gonna need your help for it because I can only think of one. So as we said, there's a rabid dog at the start. Yeah, and they go on the hunt for this rabid dog, and you get to one of my favorite scenes right. where the dog is barking maniacally, but it's not a dog bark it's clearly dubbed a human man like an old man pretending to be a dog and it's fucking hilarious have you heard the youtube video of the goat yelling like a man <laughs> yeah it is literally it is like that that i was thinking that and like that australian guy that does an impression of that dog that attacked him <laughs> <laughs> it's basically that dubbed Ruff. over it was just like <laughs> <laughs> It's like that dubbed over a, a video of a dog. Because they send everyone. They send the whole nights after this one dog. Yeah, there's like 50 of them. And, and like, then they come, must be that rabid dog. They come back with a dog dog's head on a pike. And they're like, all 50 of us took down this one dog. We're yeah. so good at our jobs. Yeah, you can see there's no no paganism around here. Like one man and a bow and arrow could have done that. Yeah. Like, yep, what yep. the fuck? And then uh, talking about another good scene that's not funny. Right. Uh, is when uh, the, uh, yeah, the actual good scene is when his wife comes in. Yeah, that's um, pretty cool. After the, during this kind of uh, celebration with the, uh, the whole thing, she's kind of like come in and she's like starting to dance and stuff and enjoying herself. The, her and the king do the weirdest dance. It's, yeah, kind it's of one like, of those like Tudor dances. It's kind of like a step and bob. Yeah. Like I kind of think of like, <laughs> you know, you picture those, like, you see, I don't know if you've ever seen, People dance like this in real life. I've seen like weird videos where people like do it. Happens more in animation dancing than anything else. But it's like one person will like bob on their knees and the other one will stand up. Yeah. And then the other person will bob on their knees and the other person will stand up. It's just a lot of turning and bowing. Yeah, it's just a lot of like, uh, just a lot of step and bobs. Step and bobs. It's like, it's like my favorite band. Yeah, it's like the tuna version of like popping and locking. It's just like bending your knees. (laughs) Like after you take a couple of steps. Anyway, she does that a couple of times, then turns around and finally sees like the wolf's head on a pike, and she's like, "Oh, I didn't want that to happen. That's yeah, pretty really bad. like it really does something to her, and I yeah. don't understand why." She like freaks out, and then she starts screaming at everyone, and then she's like, "There's a curse, a curse on this house, a curse on all of you people." Yeah. At that point, you were like, "She's the banshee. She's yeah, yeah, the person. yeah." 
right? Yeah. Something's gone on with her. But no, she's just been possessed for these five minutes just, and then forgotten about. She's just for the a rest typical hysterical woman. That's no. That's basically the view of the film. Yeah, that's it. That's that's what the because like <clears> we, we <throat> I genuinely thought when that happened because then Roderick comes in who can like speak to the animals, walk and talk and squawk like the animals, <laughs> and he uh, he goes in and like calms her down. And I'm like, oh, she's the banshee because she's like not all human, and that's why Roderick can calm her down. No, and that's he can not calm what her happened down because she's a woman. Yeah, exactly. And women aren't human. Well, that is also says true. the filmmaker. <laughs> yeah, says much. the filmmaker with the film and the scene that he. No. Why did he get to make a film and we haven't got to make a film? Look, man, we could take this plot right, and we could do something hilarious with it. Well, we could we could do that, or we could do something good with it. We could just read the fucking Poe book and, <laughs> and do it properly. Oh, that's it. I just ah, oh, oh, it's not funny enough. Like, no, it's yeah, just no, not it's not funny enough. It's not. It just like when you're watching me. a B movie, you want it to be dumb as fuck. Yeah, and, it just, it wasn't and that's the thing. That. It's like people clicked on this review expecting it to be like, oh, it's gonna be like you know, it's gonna be a B movie. They're gonna talk about something. No, it's not funny enough. Don't watch it. <laughs> It's not. Yeah. It's genuine. Like it's there, but there's nothing on on par with like the crocodile scene in The Devils. Oh my god, that's there's so nothing good. when no one used like a toy crocodile to like knock someone out. There's nothing on. I still on don't that understand level. why that happened. It's, I don't. I just. I love it. It was fucking amazing. It was so good. It was so good. Um, <sighs> yeah. Well, there there is. There's like some funny. Like the funny parts come from like. It's like finally you get a bit of levity and it's when there's like just a really badly choreographed fight or like um, just like a weird bit of acting that's so over the top it doesn't fit. Or like a terrible bit of editing where someone falls off a horse and then they land like a couple of <laughs> seconds later. It's really good. Um, but like those bits are few and far between. Yeah, no, I can make gifts out of those and post them. Don't worry. Don't, <laughs> you don't need to watch this film. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> And like, or, or, or the good bits are kind of like, or the funny bits are just kind of like where specific actors, like the gu- grave guy that we mentioned earlier, yeah, he's good. are just like acting the hell out of it for comedy because they're yeah. hamming it up knowing what this film should be. Definitely, definitely. But the filmmakers are just making something else entirely. It feels like the person that was making this thought they were making The Wicker Man. Mm. I, I mean, this film's probably before The Wicker Man. but I think it's just after. Like, just after. But um, Either way. But still... It feels like they thought they were doing something that had kind of the same kind of uh, weird thriller kind of uh, Mm. undercurrent of the Wicker Man. Mystery thing. But it was just pervy and gratuitous. And I didn't like, and I just, it felt like it wasn't there. There was nothing like the, like the thing that the Wicker Man had, which was really cool, was this kind of undercurrent of this straight talking, straight person who's just trying to wrestle with his own, morality and his own religion while also being sucked in with the temptations of this town that he's a complete outsider of yeah they're trying to they're trying to take him which is the whole reason that he's there Mm. said to solve a mystery but he's just kind of a fish out of water type thing yeah there's nothing like that in here because all these people are from this place and they're all shits (laughs) yeah they're all terrible they're all horrible and so there's no undercurrent of kind of what the film is trying to say by the like kind of ludus lewd like lewd acts that it depicts mm. it's just depicting them yeah yeah and it's not even depicting them to for the sake of like this happened it's depicting them with an air of just like this is this is uh risky isn't it like you don't see yeah, a lot of movies with it, this doesn't it, it seem it? like like in the 70s i reckon this director was like i'm so edgy yeah. You know what I mean? It's like one yeah. of those. He's like, an edgelord director. Yeah. He's the first. Yeah. The first one. Oh, God. And like, I've, I've got to keep just like uh, comparing it to the you devils. Gotta, yeah. Just because. Because it's the closest thing to plot wise. Well, plot wise. And like, just for like gratuitous violence, the devils has that, but it's not gratuitous because it is telling you something. And then in this, there's, there's not really any violence, to be honest. It cuts away from most of it, but it's got gratuitous nudity. Which is just there for like guys like that reviewer to say, you know, what did he say? Radiant female cast or something. Yeah, radiant female cast. Like, or the other one. The for? other one said pre-silicon uh, nudity. Yeah, yeah, didn't like that. Pre-silicon. Didn't like that. Um, it means pre. Uh, this film would have been infinitely, infinitely better if you cast Oliver Reed. 
Oh, for sure. Infinitely better. For one, Oliver Reed wouldn't have taken the shit. Yeah, he'd, he'd stormed have been, off set before you let you do anything like that. He'd come in with the script and be like, look, I've just read this. I'm not having any of it. <laughs> this is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? They call me the Whispering Giant. <laughs> they call me the and Whispering Giant. I'm here giant. to whisper you to take this script back to the drawing board. Yeah. It is terrible. So, the okay, how, how I would fix this film is straight away you need a main character you can get behind. Yeah. So you need someone coming in to this crazy town who's like, I don't know, maybe they hire a witch hunter mm-hmm. to come into the town and then he's like, all these people are terrible. <laughs> and, you yeah. know, and you can at least kind of like get behind him and he's trying to hunt down the coven or something. Or I don't know, just anything to follow. Okay, so that's one that's one aspect of taking it. You could take a protagonist that you can kind of really get behind someone that the yeah. audience would find likable. I'd still argue that that'd be slightly unbelievable in this world. Oh yeah. I just think you just need someone that you understand because mm. at the moment you ev- everyone is cookie cutter. You don't understand anyone's motivations. So no. give us one, preferably more than one, but, but give at us least one, one. <laughs> at least one. Competent <laughs> writers, give us one person we can understand their motivations, why they're doing what they're doing, and what they need to do and what they want to do, yeah. and what they kind of have to achieve by this. You know, like this would have been a great opportunity to kind of have Roderick be that person. Yeah, I don't See know why that, he wasn't. Like, he could be this kind of person struggling with his own morality while n- not understanding exactly what he is, yeah. but struggling with this kind of curse that's suddenly put on him. Or yeah. was it something that he had all along? Because no one really understands who this person was when he moves to this town. Like, we didn't read the book. We don't understand. I don't, I don't know what the actual story of the book is, but that's kind of a way I would take this story if I was going to do it. Yeah. And just cut all the gratuitous nudity out of it it doesn't need it the problem the problem with the nudity is like there's because when we were were talking in it and like um we're watching i think emily said like when they were doing the witches cover and she was like oh they better not all get naked as well and i was like well actually that would be contextually correct within (laughs) witchcraft one bit where you were like that's the one bit where they could actually yeah that's the one bit where they could all it's like that that's end scene in the witch yeah. Right, where they're just all naked women yeah. doing a, oh, the a witch ritual. Is such a good movie. This is so good. Um, and like that is that's a big part of witchcraft. So it's like that's actually the one place that they could have that nudity and it not be meaningless. Yeah. But and and it's not even like when there is nudity in it, it's not because people are enjoying themselves. No. It's because something it's horrible. aggressive. Like, yeah, it's, it's really ag- aggressive. It's aggressive in like kind of like the ritualism of it and just what kind of what the what they're expressing themselves with and yeah. it's freeing and it's kind of scary yeah. and that's what's cool about it but um in this they don't do anything with that all of the you know it's almost as if the kind of pagans are more civilized than the people that are in the town yeah because they're not ripping their clothes off all the time or doing any of this stuff yeah. they're sitting around doing their rituals and like talking to each other like brothers and sisters and just kind of the brothers and sisters aren't ki- kissing each other so there's that yeah there's that that's good <laughs> and they're all like taking care of like the older elder person una making sure she's all right and like when she when she gets killed like her last words are like she says something like you know but basically leave this place and, and go and find peace yeah that's what she says to like all her you know i don't know disciples or whatever you want to call them yeah that's the, the last thing she says like go and you know be at peace leave that this place is rubbish go and be peaceful somewhere yeah i feel like the book is trying to make a point of that but it just got completely washed over in this film yeah totally agree mm-hmm. um is there anything you want to add before we get into our reviews i know it will be hard to guess what we're going to give this film yeah some glowing glowing reviews as we have done top scores as we have done already but do you want to jump in or is there anything else you want to say i i don't think there is to be honest no no the one thing i'm going to point out is that roderick we think in a certain light looks like nathan fillion oh my god he looks exactly the whole film we were trying to guess who he looks like that guy. It was Nathan Fillion. And it was like Nathan Fillion. And then at one point I said James May from Top Gear. <laughs> and at you one point I thought stage. Richard Hammond and I wasn't sure. <laughs> and then another point 
it was who else did I say he looks like? I said he looked like a Mick Jagger impersonator. He from does like look a, like that from like a, a tribute band. He's got with like, like a, a big hair wig. and like the open shirt. Yeah, yeah. I also think the priest should get a shout out. The priest was pretty cool. The priest was good, but it was fairly wooden. Yeah, like, he was pretty wooden. But I guess as a priest, you would be. So yeah. he kind of kind of nailed it. He did all right. Yeah. He was he was all right. That's what that's that's as good as it gets. Like yeah. the priest was okay. Oh, should we just do the ending because we actually enjoyed the ending? All right, fair enough. Let's do the ending. So the curse gets put on. The Wolfman starts hunting people down, killing people and stuff, and then eventually, um, they talk in this kind of ritual bit that he'll be left alone until he dies or whatever. Blah 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 blah. And eventually, they all go hunting for this wolf person mm-hmm. uh, to make sure that it's killed. And they go off into the night and the uh, Ed, the Lord Edward or whatever yeah. um, of the house is left on his own uh, along with, uh, what was Marion? Was that her name? Marion, I believe so. Uh, uh, or something along those lines, which I will look up for you. Carry on. on. Something along those lines. Uh, the person who Roderick was seeing, yeah. um, who'd already been attacked at this point. Maureen. 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 That was it. Um, Maureen's already been attacked by Roderick uh, yeah. once he's turned she into his wolf man uh, she knows what he is and she's left in the torture room by herself uh, not tied up or anything just kind of like just hanging out uh, locked in there for her own safety and there's a knock at the door and it's Roderick and he's like I'm not turning into this thing anymore I'm, the, the killing's all done now I love that he just knew that he was like the curse has been lifted I'm not doing it it's like, it's like the filmmaker just going to us and just like it's alright audience the killing's all done yeah. you know there's not going to be any more gratuity from my side we'll, we'll carry on with the film now no that would be very Monty Python if that happened yeah that would be good I'd really it? enjoy that um, <laughs> oh, the, the one other good bit that I forgot to point out was the mm-hmm. You know the bit where she, his wife is going crazy, the Lord's wife is going crazy, and she turns and she's like, "There's a curse on this house, yeah, whatever." Yeah. There's a bit where Vincent Price is going around accusing everyone, yeah. and there's a bit where he fourth wall breaks the fourth wall, looks directly at the camera, and was like, "Is it you?" Oh and God! I was like, yeah, I was like, I appreciated that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that is, that is kind of fun. Um, cut back to uh, this bit. And she opens the door and he's like, oh, it's fine. I'm here. You know, we're all going to be okay. And then she's like, oh, they're going to hunt you down. we got to go. we got to go. No. And so uh, they start trying to run off. And meanwhile, uh, the Lord has picked up a gun, some sort of blunderbuss, and is just uh, ha- hanging out with it. Um kind of very scared. He's like, let's tell ten- with it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what. Fucking everyone's hanging Just out with something. TV with my blunderbuss. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? <laughs> Watching the news. Um, Eating some pie. Yeah, and he's just like, let's turn all the lights on, but everyone's out. So yeah. He's just like, oh, I'm going to hang out here by myself. Yeah, um, and then they, they go past, and she's like, oh, no, he's there. And then he gets starts getting real angry. Yeah. And so he just attacks the, the Lord and then starts changing into, like, the Wolfman again yeah. while they're wrestling down a spirally staircase, which is a very bad idea if you're shooting an independent film to shoot an action scene down a spirally staircase yeah. when you don't have a budget for health and safety which actually, this film obviously didn't i was actually actually surprised that no one fell down that like on purpose to the plot as well mm, like yeah. they just had a fight in the spiral staircase You're like here we go someone's going down and yeah. it just didn't happen no it didn't, <laughs> it just didn't happen I, think, I think they all worked very hard to like keep their footing and it was just yeah. like, like fuck it, i'm not going down there yeah um Anyway, so uh, she eventually the kind of uh, wolfman grabs and pulls the Lord into an alcove intending to kind of like strangle him or like kind of scratch him to death or whatever. Uh, The Maureen sees this happen. She's got the gun at this point and she just kind of aims it straight point blank to the face, shoots the thing. Blows him away. Shoots the wolfman. Yeah. Shoots Roderick in the face. And then he's just like, you... You killed him. You lifted the curse. And then, That's not what Vincent Price sounds like at all. I don't know why I did no. that voice. Uh, That's not it at all. And in the scene that was the most heavily acted scene in this film, um, we watched them to just 
just act each other to the ground. Yeah. Like, it is just screaming and wailing and screaming, you lifted the curse, and one person's just wailing, just like, ah! Very theatre. Oh, it's and so theatre. It's just close up, so it's so much. Oh, my God. It was too, oh, so, so much. It was so excess, and I loved it. Yeah, me too. I just absolutely loved it. I was like, there's more acting in those, like, two two shots than we've seen in this entire film. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so that happened, and then it's cut to uh, the Roderick's funeral. They're having some sort of funeral session. No, it's not a funeral. They're uh, they're burying him just in the ground without anyone around there. But oh yeah, the, it's not like a funeral. No, and then uh, Vincent Price and and Fam uh, leaving the town. He's like, we can finally leave. Why am I doing the deep voice? It's yeah. not Vincent Price. Yeah, but we can finally leave the house, and um, because the curse has been lifted, so let's get out of here. And he's like, I'm stopping by the graveyard just to make sure this thing's dead. Yeah. And then he, he goes by and our favorite grave worker person good. is hammering in the uh, cross with uh, the smallest hammer, smallest mallet you've ever oh seen. Oh my God, it wouldn't do anything. No, it's like a giant cross and it's like a tiny, tiny mallet. That's really just funny like, as well. Knocking it. What I like about that is that bit is clearly just a thing that's been created by people in the theater who have no labor skills. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's a hammer. It'll do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what hammers do. Yeah. <laughs> that's how it works. Uh, so just before he pops it in, he's like, let me look at the casket. I want to see that he... Uh, is fully dead. Yeah. And then um, they open it up. No body. It does do like a proper noise as well. Yeah, it does. It's really fun. It's really good. Uh, And then we, uh, we, I think we hear back uh, something that one of the, um, one of the priests or the kind of yeah. it says on the like inscription into that tomb where all the witches were living or whatever yeah i think but i think we hear it in audio as well like yeah, as a yeah. playback kind of like an echoey kind of like and it's like during the priest and the other guy the son was questioning the uh una, una. and her kind of abode uh when they were about to do this ritual she like they were talking about saving this Roderick person's soul and doing that whole thing, and she was like, "Well, he's not human anymore. He doesn't have a. Soul. He was born in fire, and he will die by fire or whatever." Yeah, and we hear that. Like that. We hear that played and ag- played again. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of saying that he can't be killed unless it's like on fire or whatever. He goes back to the carriage and is like, "Whatever, we're going." And he's like. You didn't kill her to Maureen. He's like, did you hear me? You didn't kill her. She's not responding. Yeah. And then he kind of shakes her a bit because everyone's just shaking the ladies. Yeah, left, oh, right, and center. All the time. Throughout this film. Uh, and then she falls over. She's been scratched. Looks over to her brother and shakes him. And he's been scratched. They're both dead. Everyone's dead. And then we see the bully boy who's been uh, pulling this whole thing. And he's been scratched. And he's dead. Yeah. And then what's happened? And who's who's on the carriage? Who's driving the carriage? It's Roderick. Dun dun dun. Sure is. And that actually, I liked that bit. Yeah, the shaky because it felt like carriage. an "Are You Afraid of the Dark?" like urban mythy short film. It also ending. felt felt very Edgar Allan Poe as well. Yeah, and I was like, that's the that's the most Poe that this film has got. The rest of it has just been Poe quality. Yeah, <laughs> that was good. I appreciated yeah. that pun. Thank you. Um, final reviews. Yeah, it's time, isn't it? Yeah, do you want to go for it? Uh, yes, I will go for it. Okay. Um, so, right, the lowest we have here is a 1.42. Yeah. Uh, but I, I just can't give it that. Yeah? So I'm making a whole new one. Oh, have you created a new score? I'm making a new one just for this film. Okay, go ahead. It's a bovril. I'm giving it a bovril. <laughs> and that's a... I mean, it's not a zero because they actually made a film. So it's a 0.5. Yeah. That's what it is. A 0.5. I'm giving a it a bovril. Yeah. You've created a new score for Just this. for this. I think if you've created a new score that I wasn't aware of until now... You can make now, your own one. I've, no, I'm, I'm fully joining with you that. That is okay, an official yeah. Movie Brew score. A bovril. Yeah. And it's it's terrible. It's yeah. so bad. Yeah. Don't watch it. Don't bother. Don't bother. Yeah. Bovril. No. It's, it's not even worth one star. Like, it's no, not. No, it's really not. It's, it's really not. There's so many opportunities that this film had to, like, be better, to do make better choices, and you're just constantly sh- seeing, the, uh, seeing the whole thing just kind of uh, diminished in favor of gratuity, obscenity, and just bad writing. Uh, and I don't want any of it and bad characters and one dimensional characters and I don't want to see it 
I don't want any part of it. Don't want any part of it. Bovril. Yeah. Just smash it. Just break the mug and don't ever drink yeah. out of it again. Don't don't Bovril watching this film. No. That boom. Yeah. That's, Is that why you called it Bovril? That's gonna be the tagline for Bovril, I yeah. think. Don't don't Bovril with this. <laughs> don't. Right. Those are <laughs> for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those are our takes this has been the move bro if you agree or disagree no one watched this film like no, no one's disagreeing or not. disagreeing with our takes on this unless they've unless they've seen it this, but film has still- a, this has an average rating of like seven point something on oh, imdb god people, people like this why i don't know Ugh, this needs some bad reviews. Yeah. But anyway, you want to suggest it, send suggested films that, that you've seen recently or any other spooky films that you've seen that are like kind of British, then uh, send them to us at the yep. movie brew, uh, facebook.com slash the movie brew. Yep. We got an email set up. Do you know what that is? Hello at the moviebrew.com. Boom. Yep. Uh, website set up. Yep. The moviebrew.com. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much it. You can get in contact with us on there if you want to. Uh, thank you to Tamarin and to Forest Fire Creations for our music and our artwork. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if you want to get in touch with us, just let us know. Give us more suggestions and stuff. We'll catch you on the next episode of the Movie Brew with hopefully a much better well, film. Guaranteed a better film. Yeah. If the film is bad, we hope that you at least enjoyed this episode of us slating. Them. <laughs>